what's going on, everyone? It's your host, Michelle, a.k.a. Mish, for another episode of Stories I Shouldn't Tell. And with me today, I actually have someone that I recently met, and she wanted to go ahead and share a story. Um, her name's Nat. So what's going on, Nat? Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm wonderful. You're wonderful. I like it. Yes. I like it. I like it. Um, did you want our listeners to know anything about you, or are you kind of comfortable with uh, just Nat? Like, what's up? Nat is totally fine, and, and we'll all discover later on that I, I guess, hopefully become a lot more smarter <laughs> with judging people <laughs> than I used to be, but Nat is good for now. All right, cool. So, I mean, she kind of got, you know, into it a little bit. She revealed what today's topic is going to be. Um, she's going to share with us a story about how you just don't know someone until you actually get to know them. Um, and I think that it's definitely sometimes an uncomfortable experience, but nonetheless an experience that most have gone through. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, you want to, you want to go ahead and start that story? Absolutely. You're right. Um, in many cases in my life, and I'm sure with a lot of people, you really don't know somebody until you've actually given them the opportunity to show their true colors to you. And that's exactly what happened for me. Um, a while ago, I was much more naive and I was younger. This was about five years ago. I actually was living on my own and um, my apartment was just kind of the place to hang out for, you know, all of my friends. And, and there was a time where, mind you, I was single, so I was doing whatever the hell I wanted, not even in a crude manner. I just kind of, you know, you couldn't tell me what to do. You couldn't tell me when to come home. I was living on my own. Um, and people were always sleeping over my house and it, it was really just a mess. My apartment was a mess, but I started kind of getting to know this individual that I had thought I already knew. Um, him and I had a history. We went back you know, a few years prior to the incident and me and him kind of started catching up and started hanging out a little bit. And like I mentioned, I was underage at the time. So if Nat wanted to drink, if Nat wanted to do anything, it was usually at her own house. So I invited this person over and he very quickly formed this habit of coming over my house and kind of just spending the night without asking or without saying anything he would just kind of not leave and I was like I said younger so when I was put in that situation I was like okay whatever I'm kind of getting to know somebody I'm, I might be dating them I don't know we'll see but it's fine it's cool right so this person just kind of kept doing it like every single time I would invite him over he would just stay the night you know and which is fine but have you ever, like, there's, like, this unwritten rule where if you spend the night at somebody's house, especially if, like, it's not your boyfriend, so to say, you, like, leave in the morning, like, immediately. You wake up. You don't brush your teeth because you don't got a toothbrush there. You just leave in the morning. Yeah. So. I, I do that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. That's what I would anticipate. I would anticipate to wake up in the morning, this person would go home as soon as I would go to work and I would come back and they should not be there. But that wasn't the case. They would always be there when I got home from work, um, which put me in a very awkward situation. But I really didn't know what to do about it. And I didn't have the voice that I did or that I do now, rather. So I just let him 
be there when I got home from work at 4.30 in the afternoon, whatever. And it got to a point where we were hanging out very frequently and he was spending a lot of time at my apartment because like I said, he wasn't going anywhere. Um, I remember like one time I got home from work and it was the same thing. He shouldn't have been there. You know, he should have left in the morning, but I get home and there's like groceries in my kitchen. And I'm like, what, what is all of this? I like see like Red Bull and like microwavable stuff. And I'm like, hi, what can I help you? And he's like, yeah, well, you know, I told my mom that I've been staying here lately. So she went grocery shopping for us. I was like, what? Like, I I couldn't make sense of the situation. Like you told your mom that you're here all the time. And she bought me like a 36 pack of Red Bull. I don't get it. So... (laughs) Things were clearly getting out of hand, and and we kind of had this mutual agreement very early on where neither of us were looking to be in a relationship. We just kind of were both single. We're both having fun, whatever. So I was becoming very confused as to what this individual thought he was doing because things were starting to get serious, but on his end and not on mine. Oh God. So fast forward a few weeks, I kind of started dropping hints that this is not what I wanted. Like, if he started doing this thing where he was sleeping at my house, I would, like, sleep on my couch and not with him. Like, I don't know how much of a bigger hint I could have dropped. So I'm sleeping on my couch one night, and I don't know where you put your phone when you sleep, but I always have my phone within arm's reach. Like, if it's not under my head, it's on the coffee table, it's on the nightstand, it's, like, right in front of me. Right. So... I'm sleeping and it's like three in the morning. I hear a, like a, a knocking on my balcony and I slept in the living room that night, right in front of my balcony on the couch. So it's right there in front of my face and I'm scared. So I grab my phone. I'm like, who the hell is knocking on my balcony at three in the morning? And I swear to God, I look at my phone and it's like 200 or something minutes. I'm locked out of my phone. And I'm like, there's no way in hell I did this because I was sleeping. And even if I might have accidentally, my cheek hit the phone or something, there's no way I could have done it so many times to lock me out of my phone for over 200 minutes. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even do that drunk, you know? (laughs) So I, I can't call anybody. I go to my balcony and it's this person. It's, it's him. It is, he is outside of my balcony banging on it at three in the morning. I'm like, okay. So I open the balcony door and I let him in and I'm, I'm evaluating him. And he's got this like makeshift cast on his arm and he's got like a ripped guinea tee on and he's got like a tissues stuffed up his nose. You know, he kind of looked like somebody just kicked his ass basically. Right. And I'm like, do you care to explain what the hell just happened? Why are you banging at my door at three in the morning? Why do you look like somebody just ran you over with a truck? And he's trying to tell me that he got called into work and took a cab because at this time he didn't have a car and the cab got into a car accident. I'm like, okay, it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm half asleep. This all might as well be a nightmare to me. And I'm looking at him and I'm looking at him and I'm like, okay, your blood is sparkly. And he's not a vampire. Like he's not Edward Cullen. (laughs) Like there's no reason for him to be sparkling right now. Okay. He's literally 
You were like his blood is pink and glittery. So I'm one of those. Yeah, yeah. I'm like you're. You're not. This is not normal. So (laughs) I'm like, give give me one moment. So I go to my bathroom, and I have like many girls a ton of makeup, like an not okay amount of makeup. There's no reason for it. And I'm I'm looking through my bathroom where all my makeup is, and it's like a mess. It's scattered. And I'm looking in my sink and I could tell somebody just used pink makeup because it was all in my drain. There was like pink liquid everywhere. I'm like, oh, you know, when kind of things just start adding up. Mm. So things were starting to add up and I'm looking at him and I'm like, I'm like, you're sparkly. He's like, what? I'm like, they're, they're, your makeup, my makeup, that's on you. That's your blood. I was like, you did not get into no car accident. Okay. We're, we're, we need to talk over here. I'm like, you went to the hospital? When? For what? How? Car accident? Give me details. So he's trying to tell me that he got into a car accident, the cab, he went to the hospital on Route 18. And I'm like, oh, perfect. Where are your discharge papers? He's like, I didn't get any. I'm like, well, that's that's just not possible. Because if you go to a hospital, you get discharged, you get at least one piece of paper that tells you when you got there, when you left, and why you were there to begin with. I'm like, where? is the paper i just need one just show me this one paper and he's trying to tell me that it doesn't exist so i'm like okay you know what maybe i'm just a terrible person maybe i'm just a a, a bitch maybe he got into this accident and i'm overreacting blah 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 i'm like you know what tomorrow when i go to work i know you're still gonna be here because that's (laughs) just what you've been doing take some time out of your day and go to that hospital and just retrieve a piece of paper. He's like, how do you want me to do that? Blah, blah, blah. Like, he's going off on me because I don't believe his lie. And I'm like, well, all you got to do is go to records and tell them your name, and they will verify that you were there at 3 in the morning, right. and they will give you a copy of that paper. Next day goes by. I come home from work. He's got discharge papers, and he's showing them to me, and they are from the hospital. They are from the Route 18 hospital, and they're telling me that he went there at two in the afternoon, the day I told him to go, but complaining of arm pain. So it says nothing about him going at three in the morning, getting into an accident in a cab. You know what I mean? He just kind of showed up to get some kind of paperwork to try and rub it in my face as if I'm illiterate and can't read any of it. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Like, did he not think you were going to read the, you know, the reasoning? Like, no, he probably thought I was going to put salt and pepper on it and eat it. Like, I don't understand. Like, like if I really wasn't going to take this paper out of the folder you gave me and read what it has to say. You really might as well just put, like, blank pieces of paper in the folder at that point. Handling so it yourself. Exactly. So at that point, I'm fed up. Like, you can only lie to me so many times before I really start questioning my own sanity. And that's where I was at that point. I was like, you know what? You've overstayed your welcome. You won't leave my house. You know, he kept complaining that, like, his car wasn't working, which was true. His car did end up breaking down in front of my apartment, and he was spending a lot of time working on it. But if you can take an imaginary cab to work at 3 in the morning, you can take another imaginary cab home. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, look, you need to go today. Just please gather whatever belongings you do have in my house and just exit. And he put up a fight, and he was like, no, I'm not leaving. This is where I've been for two weeks now. You can't kick me out. And I'm like, sir, I can't kick you out of my own apartment that I never welcomed you to to begin with. Uh, Please make that make sense to me. So 
all while this is happening and all while I'm arguing with him to try and get him out of my place, I'm t- my friends know about this. Um, my ex-boyfriend, who at this point, him and I were broken up for well over a year. Him and I remained very good friends. We still are good friends. I'm telling him about the situation and I'm asking everybody for advice because I've never been the kind of person to just call the police on somebody. You know, I was, I was 19. I was stupid. Maybe that's what I should have done, but that's neither here nor there at that point. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking him what I should do. And he goes, I have a good idea. Why don't I just show up and make things awkward? And I'm like, no, that's that's a terrible idea. Actually, please do. Please <laughs> just show up and make things awkward. Can you come now? So what his game doing? plan was, yeah, right? So his game plan was to just come over to my house and to just, just be present until this individual was so awkward and like it just you know didn't know what to do and left that's what we thought would happen right so my ex shows up he's he's hanging out with us in the apartment and mind you i told you i was like look i i need you to leave i want to have a friend over and he's like no i'm not leaving this is where i've been the whole freaking spiel again i'm not leaving i'm not leaving and i'm like okay well i'm hanging out with somebody so do with that what you will have fun join us oh god my ex comes over. He's sitting there. This person still won't leave my house. Instead, he goes to my my bedroom. My bedroom. He goes to my bedroom. And I'm like, look, this is really weird. Like, I, I really thought you would just leave at this point. Can, can you? He's like, no, my, my car is not working. I can't. I have nowhere to go. And I'm like, you know what? No problem. I called him a cap. I put money in the mailbox for him. The cab was like $80. I was like, you know what? Here's a hundred. I think I put almost a hundred dollars in that mailbox. And I was like, when the cab gets here, take the money. I put in the mailbox for you. Don't pay me back. I don't want it back. I just want you gone. I don't want you in my house anymore. So I left because I really didn't want to see this all transpire any further than it already had. It was just such an awkward situation so I left. I left with my ex, actually. Um, he was having people over his house. He had, like, a bonfire or something. Um, and it really wasn't anything other than me going to his house, to this bonfire, and and hanging out with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up going there, thinking that this person would be gone or whatever the next day when I got home. And I get home, and... I was right. I got home in the morning and he wasn't there anymore, but he had ended up sending my ex like videos and and texts and all sorts of like crazy things about me. Apparently my phone died in the middle of the night while I was there. I, by the time I got home and my phone was charged, there was like snap, like chats about me. And, and he was like stalking me the whole time while I was there. And Long story short, this didn't even end that night. Like, he left my house that night, and we never hung out since then. But it was just, like, a terror, you know, ever since that day. He ended up moving into the apartment building behind me for, like, a few months with his friends. And I I would have to see his face. And every, like, you know, it's a small town. live in a small town. I would see him on the road. I would see him at the restaurants. I would see him everywhere. And it was almost like... I'm not even trying to be like narcissistic right now. Like it's not all about me at the end of the day, but I swear there were times where he just did it on purpose. He would follow me on purpose just to kind of get his message across for like a whole year and a half. This sick individual. So long, long story short, 
Um, I definitely <laughs> learned not to be so naive at the end of the day. I was just so young and, and, you know, I thought like, what's the worst thing that could happen to me? I invite somebody over, you know? You uh, ended up getting like a stalker slash living boyfriend that you never asked for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what he ended up being. Oh God. Um, well, I mean, I'm glad that you got out of that situation. Um, kind of scary. No. It was, and you know what? It's still not even something that I talk about to this day because, I mean, I just put the story in a very short one for you, but it, it was just such a long time afterwards seeing him and seeing his face and him following me and, you know, blocked number, phone calls. So, yeah, for a very long time, it, it was hard to deal with and it was hard to talk about to other people because when you're so young you put yourself in stupid situations yes. and you feel like you're not able to talk about them because well you should have known better you know that's the first thing a lot of people will say to you so I didn't talk about it and I didn't go to any adults and I didn't seek any help um, and that's probably the the biggest lesson that I learned out of this situation not only to not be so trusting of other people but it's okay to maybe dial 911 or maybe talk to somebody or maybe get help or get an adult or at least an, an adult's perspective on the situation so you know what to do. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I think that that's something, like you said, you know, a lot of people um, need to learn and kind of be okay with because, you know, no matter like what the situation is, um, if someone's never gone through it, the first thing that they do is just point fingers. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, this is what you did wrong. That's kind of shitty. You know what I mean? Because you've never gone through it. So it's like, how are you supposed to know? You know? Yeah, not to mention, I can probably do the same thing to the person that's judging me. You know, we've all done stupid things. We've all trusted 100%. the wrong person. Yeah. So nobody's in any position to be telling the next person what they should have, could have, would have done. Yeah, it's all hindsight now. I mean, so I've had, you know, I've had my share of uh, crazy run-ins with girls. Um, I actually like, and, and you know, this the one girl that that is <laughs> so psycho, and, and you know, she's not in my life anymore, thankfully. But um, you know, for for a while, like she would just like, like you said, it was just she would just like kind of pop up again, and she didn't live anywhere near us at all. Um, but a lot of my stories that, you know, do do involve a crazy girl tend to be about her. Um, so, I mean, I'll share that with you real quick. Just just one example of, you know, again, like, like you said, when you're young and just, I don't know, just, you know, so naive, really, and, and try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, I had, you know, I had this girl that I was uh, kind of talking to, wasn't anything serious, um, because at the time, to be honest with you, I had a girlfriend. So the girl knew the situation. She's just, you know, the side piece. Um, mm -hmm. But she tried very hard to to not be the side piece and wanted to be, you know, the, the main girl. And I made it very well known that it wasn't going to happen. Um, especially since the time that I met her, it was me, me and the girl, um, the girlfriend. We were technically not together, but we were trying to work things out. So, you know, I kind of just kept this girl around for, for fun. You know, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of a jerk like that. Um, again, hindsight, I learned better. I learned not to treat people so shitty, you know. But, um, but back then, you know, I was young. I was early 20s, and she was younger than me. Well, anyway, um, 
this girl did everything that she could and just, I, I kid you not, like, she would just lie about, like, the dumbest little things to try to get me to care even more um, so that I would make her my girlfriend. And I just, I just didn't care. You know what I mean? It was like, it, it's like I cared about her as a person, but, like, I knew that she was lying and I knew that she was just, you know, trying to exaggerate a bunch of shit to get me to care. So, like, for example, there was... <laughs> There was one day, and I laugh about it now because it's so ridiculous. There was one day where we're texting. And mind you, I knew that she had, like, uh, like allergies, and she used to, you know, tell me um, she's had to have an EpiPen uh, stuck in her before because she had a really bad allergic reaction, this and that. So, of course, you know, I believe that because it's probably true, you know. There's Omelette. Omelette decided to join the party. <laughs> um, Hi, Omelette. <laughs> Yeah, he decided to get up and wake up. All right, bud. Um, he's running around now. But so, uh, yeah, so, you know, obviously going, going back to, to the story. Um, so there's one day where she is, you know, texting me nonstop and, you know, we're having good conversation. And all of a sudden, she used to hang out with her best friend all the time, quote unquote. All of a sudden, her best friend is now on the phone texting me. It's like, oh, such and such just had an allergic reaction. Oh my God. Like I had to stick her with the EpiPen and like, you know, we're on our way to the hospital right now. Like it just like got super dramatic. And I was just like, like I'm the driest person too. I try not to give a reaction. Um, and this was even prior to me, like entering the military. Um, I just like, my bearing is just like, okay. You know, especially if it is like a situation where something is happening, I don't want to show um, too much emotion because then I'm not thinking, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So yeah, I was just kind of, I was just kind of like, oh, okay. Um, all right. Well, like, I hope everything's okay. Kind of thing. And she's just texting me like even more dramatic. And I'm just like, this ain't fucking real. You know what I mean? Like you could tell by the way, like the person's like texting, like, oh, the EMTs are here. They're doing vitals and like, it, you know, like a whole bunch of like shit. And it's like, well, if you stuck her with the EpiPen, like, you know what I mean? And at the time. Oh my God, she wanted a reaction from you so bad. So bad, dude, so bad. And, and I didn't give it to her. I just, I just frankly didn't give a shit. But, but like, I didn't, I cared. But I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, because I knew that she was crazy and I knew that that's what she wanted. So I, you know, <laughs> I ended up just texting back and being like, hey, look, like, just text me tomorrow when, you know, when everything's okay to give me like an update kind of thing, you know, have a good night. <laughs> like, yeah, not the reaction that she wanted at all, you know what I mean? And so she was just like, oh my God, like, I can't believe you're like that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. You know, we'll text you tomorrow. So me at the time, wow. I was a personal trainer. Yeah, dude. Crazy. That's not the, that's not the craziest thing that she did though. So me at the time, I was a personal trainer and also I worked at a doctor's office. I was, a um, I was a physical therapist aide. So yeah, I, I worked around just a, a whole bunch of, you know, like not just medicine, but actually, like, rehabilitation equipment, and then, like, also, of course, like, um, you know, medical stuff, um, so I knew, like, how to do CPR, and I know how to use an AED, like, this and that, I, I had to know how to stick an EpiPen, and because I had to know how to use an EpiPen, 
um, the next day because I wanted confirmation. Because you know how, like, you mentioned, like, there's a point where, like, people almost make you seem like you're fucking crazy and you're about to lose it. And you're like, yo, am I crazy? Yeah. Am I the fucking crazy one here? So I was, like, kind of getting to that point. But I didn't want her to see that yet. Because then I feel like, oh, this bitch thinks she's breaking me kind of thing, right? Well, anyway, so I decided to, to you know, ask her for proof of where she got, you know, where she got um, hit with the, with the uh, EpiPen. Because I know, I know where you're supposed to, you know, administer it. I know how it's supposed to be done. I know that you end up getting bruised from it. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. she, um, she sends me a picture of, her, like, her kneecap. And her and so funny story. <laughs> oh, her kneecap. Your face was just great. I wish that everyone could have seen that fucking face. Yeah, so no, because you know what? I have a serious tree nut allergy. I actually had an incident a couple months ago where I ended up in the hospital because I just stabbed myself with an EpiPen. My freaking thigh doesn't have enough meat for, and I'm a big girl. My thigh doesn't have enough meat. For an EpiPen. She put it through her kneecap. (laughs) Wait, but yeah. So, mind you, this girl was a volleyball player slash, uh, like, a a professional dancer, right? So, I, like, hip-hop, dancing, ballet, all that shit. So, I know she's constantly falling on her knees. You know what I mean? Like, and her knees are getting banged up and bruised. So she decides to send me that picture. Like, like I'm fucking stupid. And I was like, yo, I couldn't fucking believe it, dude. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. Like, I just, at that point, I'm like, like, I know she's full of shit, but I don't want her to know that I know. You know what I mean? But it's like, you can't, you can't fucking joke me so much. Like. Dude, and like I said, that was... You know what, too? Like, when you're in that situation, like, you you have to treat a person that's lying to you like that the same way you would treat somebody with, like, a a severe, like, mental disability. You kind of just have to... Just let them do what they do. You know what I mean? And and not react to it. Because that's a sickness. Like, for you to... I, I was in the hospital looking at my bruised knee when I fell from volleyball. You know what I mean? Like, okay, show me your bruised knees and block my number as soon as you do. <laughs> Yo, I couldn't fucking believe it. Dude, I was sitting at work and I just remember, like, being so furious because I'm like, oh my God, like, she's actually fucking lying to me and trying to play off this lie. And it's like, no. But then at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Just take it for what it is. We know she's a liar. You know she's crazy. You know what I mean? Like trying to calm myself down, but like yeah, like I said, that wasn't even the craziest thing. Because after that, do you want me to keep going? I can keep fucking going. <laughs> I can keep fucking going. Oh, Go how ahead, crazy girl. this girl was, dude. So real quick. So after that, okay, uh, same girl, mind you, same girl. So we already knew that she was a habitual liar, uh, compulsive liar, since she believed her own fucking lies as well, and. She had a grandfather. This is horrible. She had a grandfather who was actually very, very sick. And I knew that. I believed that. I believed that he was very sick because when her and I hung out one day, she showed me, you know, pictures where he was in his, um, you know, in the hospital. um, And it was like the grandkids all around, you know, whatever, just kind of, you know, 
everyone's obviously upset, you know, they were super sick. And I felt bad. I did. But I knew that she was, and this is, this is where I'm a fucked up person. Uh, I knew that she was a habitual liar again, right? So in my mind, I'm just thinking, like, the worst that this girl could do is use her grandfather against me, right? Probably, like, you know, to get me again to, to react. She's probably going to kill him off even though he hasn't actually passed away. That's what that's what I was thinking. So I was like, I how fucked up is that? I'm like, I have to be careful that she doesn't use this, you know, piece of truth against me, you know, and kind of make me look like a terrible person. Well, mm-hmm. and then you're the bad guy at the end of the day. Well, you're I the fucking, asshole. Yeah, exactly. I fucking bit that bait. I fucking bit that bait hard because <laughs> one day, you know, she texts me and she's like, you know, my my grandfather passed away. And I was like, yo, I'm so fucking sorry. You know what I mean? And then a part of me, again, starting to think, I'm like, yo, she's lied about, like, you know, there was other things that she lied about before. So I'm just like, like, this girl lied about, like, where she went to school. She lied about having her own place. She lied about the car that she drove. Just like a bunch of, like, dumb little shit. You know what I mean? And then, like I said, with her, you know, with having to go to the hospital. So at this point... You know, I'm I'm just fucking I'm doing math and I'm I'm fucking you know doing my ABCs and and geometry trying to figure out what the fuck this girl's about. Well, I uh, I ended up asking her. I was like, Hey, do you mind sending me the obituary? I'd like to read about your grandfather. And she was like, You don't fucking. Oh, that's me. a good one though. That's a good way to get somebody. But that's dude. I know, man. I fuck. I was on it. I was on it. I really wanted to know. I was like, yeah, you know, because I'm pretty sure she told me he was like a veteran and stuff. So I was like, you know, like, I'd love to read about him. Um, You know, can you send me his obituary? And she was like, wow, you don't fucking believe me. Dude, this girl sent me a picture of him in his casket. How fucked up is that? How fucking crazy. Yo, she was psychotic, bro. Wait, why did she have that picture to begin with? But that's what I'm saying. Did you ask that? Like, who fucking takes a picture of somebody dead? Like, at that point, like, dude, and I was like, yo, you are so fucked up. I was like, why would I ask for the obituary? She's like, you didn't fucking believe me. I'm like, so you send me a picture of him dead? Like, dude, I was like, what the fuck? Like, that shit was morbid. That was fucking morbid, but like I guess I almost like kind of had it coming because you know I didn't I didn't believe her for shit. How crazy! You know what though, you're a better person than me because I would have hit her back with the why do you have a picture of your dead grandfather in his casket? Why? I would have been like, you Google that shit. I know you Google. <laughs> I know you. Did. You Google that shit. You Google the dead man. Yo, <laughs> I didn't even honestly. As soon as I saw a picture like that, I didn't even like try to compare like the like oh are they the same person? Because I knew what I nah. I was just like what the fuck, you know? I was I was like horrified. Uh, I was like at that point. Okay, so you like, knew it was him. Oh I, no, I'm saying I didn't compare. God, I wasn't. I wasn't that sick. I'm not a sick fucking person, you know. I didn't. But like just the fact that she would send me a picture like that, even if it was Google images, like what the fuck is wrong with you, you know? So I just. Uh, yeah, so at that point, I just had to be like, uh, I, we can't, we can't fucking speak anymore. Like, she's just, she was just too crazy for me, you know? I, I didn't know what to do. Ew, but you know what? She was younger than you. You said she was younger than you, right? Yeah, she was, uh, three years younger than me. Okay, I mean, you know what? Sometimes I like to use that as an excuse, but then, like, going back to what I said, the guy was like, 
six years older than me. You know what I mean? So I guess age really doesn't have anything to do with it. It's a disease. Pathological liars have a disease. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. It's just, I mean, I, I honestly, like, I don't, I don't even know what to like say because I hope that she's gotten better and I hope that, you know, she didn't stay that way. And like you said, it was just a, a thing because she was young and, and just not honest but maybe she learned, you know? Um, I know for me, like, yeah, when I was younger, I used to lie about, like, dumb little shit, but never never anything to, you know, make somebody want to be with me. You know what I mean? Like, I would just rather, like, all right, well, fuck you. I'll just, you know, go cry in a corner and be hurt <laughs> than to try to, like, get you to like me, you know? I see. I mean, when I was a kid, too, I lied about stuff. Like, I remember, you know, I did tell people I had a pony at one point. I did tell people. I, I swear. I, even one time I told people that I went rollerblading with Jennifer Lopez. Swear to God, I was, I was eight years old. And I told the whole neighborhood that I went rollerblading with Jennifer Lopez. That's normal. Right. Because Don't, that children, normal. Yeah. Exactly. We, we fantasize and, and our minds just aren't the same when we're little kids. But right. when we're adults. Probably it was probably an imaginary Jennifer Lopez. You know what I'm saying? Like to this day, yeah. I stand by my words. I went rollerblading with Jennifer Lopez. You can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> okay, it all happened here. Exactly. Imagination, creativity. You know, you have that when you're a kid. When you're older, you should be able to tell the difference. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's 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 the scary part because there's different expectations you have for people once they hit a certain age bracket, and when people start lying to you about really, really dumb things, really, really dumb things. First of all, what else can you lie to me about? Yeah. You know, and you you need to just let them go. You're an adult. You're lying about things like that. If you have to question whether somebody's grandfather is actually dead, you need to leave that person. (laughs) For sure. I hate that that's the example that you use, but how fucking... (laughs) It's true. It's true. If I have to sit there and... If you feel compelled to send me a picture of your grandfather in a casket, you and I just aren't meant to be. We're no, just not. Seriously. It's like I asked for the obituary. I didn't ask for all of that. You know? Like That was a lot. That was a lot. That was. That was a lot. And I was like, that right there is the breaking point. Like, I can't I can't fucking do this. I, Ma'am, I did not day, ask to see dead people today. Yeah, right? Yeah, to this day, I still can't believe that something like that happened to me. And, you know, it's funny because I don't, I don't tell that story to everyone. I think maybe my best friend Patrick might be the only one that, like, knows that story. And then my, my other best friend from high school. But otherwise, like, people don't fucking know how crazy she was. I literally nicknamed the girl Psycho. And they, you know, people probably think, like, oh, she probably wasn't that bad. No, there's a reason her nickname was Psycho. Look at all she's done, you know? That's what I call him. Swear to God. Really? The few people, the few people that know about that incident, because you know what? It's embarrassing. Super embarrassing for me, at least. Like the whole entire incident, you know. And, and I get like secondhand embarrassment for him because <laughs> you really tried getting into my phone at three in the morning. Tried so many times that you locked my phone out to a hundred plus minutes, and then faked a car accident. You know what I mean? Like that's just like oh, like it's so cringy yeah. that I only told 
less than a handful of people. You know, I told my boss because I called out of work the, the next day. I called my friends, you know, a couple mm. of my friends know about it. And, and the ex that I mentioned, and that's like literally it. Like nobody needs to know. Well, now that. everybody's going to know because this now is getting published. <laughs> <laughs> no names though. Thank God. Yeah, no, no names. No names. Maybe no that's name. what we'll name this episode. No names. No names. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I like it. Hopefully I remember when I go to name this episode. <laughs> no no names or psychos. Or psychos. Psycho's the only name because that's so funny that that's what you call him. I literally, like, when I talk about this girl, if I, if I ever reference her, I'm like, yeah, so psycho. Um, not that I talk about her frequently, only in moments like this. You know, where it's like, oh, something like that happened to me. Yeah, because it's psycho, you know? Yeah, no, his his name, like, it, it's kind of like, like Voldemort, like, we don't say it, you know, like, I remember for a long time after all of that happened, and, you know, until he, we totally rid him of, rid, yeah, just made him go away for a long time, it, that's just what we said, it, it was Psycho, it was him, or Psycho, or he, like, we didn't, his name, he didn't have one. Just never dropped it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. Honestly, at th at this point, I don't even remember her first name. It's just Psycho. It's not important. It's irrelevant. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, you're very brave. You know, I, I really appreciate you, you know, even wanting to talk about something like that. And like, you know, like I told you earlier, I think it is something that's super common that a lot of people do go through and deal with. Um and don't want to talk about it. So the fact that you were like, you know what, fuck it, let's do it. I almost feel like it's like kind of empowering, like, you know? It, you know, I, I do find some therapy within this because it, like I said, it's not something that I ever talked about, but I know that every single person that exists has been through, maybe not the same thing, but has been through a situation where, like, they reflect on on their past and they're like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have trusted this person, yeah. you know? So it's, it's okay. Yeah. yeah, like, mine definitely wasn't to that extent because she didn't know where I lived. Um, she always wanted to come visit, but I was like, no, 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 I'll, I'll drive to you, you know? Um, See, you're smarter than me. <laughs> already, I had I had three years on you, girl. I was 22 at the time, so true. Yeah, yeah. So I, I had learned, but yeah. Again, uh, thank you so much, uh, everyone, for listening. Thank you guys as well. I'm gonna go ahead. I'll give you guys my Instagram at Mish Caroline. Um, you can also follow Omelet. He's at Omelet underscore Entertainment. My Twitter doesn't really get used, but if you want it, it's also at Mish Caroline. Um, something that I did want to go ahead and start doing, I, I have an email that I want you guys to go ahead and feel comfortable either reviewing, you know, these different stories that, that I tell, uh, with my, with my co-hosts or also if you have a story that you kind of want to share, um, or even ideas, like, please go ahead and write to omelet.entertainment at gmail.com. Omelet is O-M-E-L-E-T-T-E dot entertainment at gmail.com. Uh, once again, thanks everyone. I'm signing out. Peace.